Hey, 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 it's your favorite career coach, Crystal Williams, and you are now tuned in to the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I'm back in the Peculiar Palace on the mic again this week to not only empower and position you to be all you can be to thrive in your career, but to also give you peculiar strategies that infuse faith to accelerate in your nine to five career journey. Let's jump into the episode. Hey, 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 welcome to a special edition of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. This week, we will be continuing with our Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight series, where I give visibility to professionals within their nine to five career journey who embody the what? Five pillars of career acceleration. And if you forgot what they were, of course, I'm going to remind you. So the first is strive to thrive and not just survive in their nine to five career journey. Second is focus more on their faith than the facts to overcome career challenges or obstacles. Next is value being authentic within their career journey. Next is cherish maintaining their sanity in the work in their work life. And last but not least is believe being peculiar is a strategy to level up in their career journey. All right, so you all, you're in for a treat this week. This week, the spotlight is on Mardarius Thomas, also known as Marty. Say hey, Marty. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? (laughs) Marty and I met on Clubhouse and kept in touch via Instagram about a year ago, where we discovered we were both in the professional development industry. And so, you know what, y'all? I noticed he was wearing a sweatshirt. Dope black career coach, which I absolutely love. So, of course, y'all know I had to ask him, could he make me a customized one? And he did. <laughs> so, if you're following me on IG at the U Brand Academy, you will definitely see my sweatshirt that says Dope Career Coach by default, which was made by Marty. And I'm sure he'll share with you about his t shirt company as well as his professional development company soon. So without further ado, I do want to turn it over to Marty so he can introduce himself to you. Thank you so much, Crystal, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and be introduced to your audience. Thank you so much. Um, Like Crystal said, my name is Marty. I go by Marty the Corporate Coach on Instagram. Uh, And uh, particularly in my nine to five, I'm an educator. So I work for a university uh, in that particular setting as an assistant director of advising and retention. And I, outside of my nine to five, I am a career coach and t-shirt brander or producer. And I truly, truly enjoy what I do because it, it allows me to transform into a more creative than I am as an educator. So I do appreciate that. And like I said, thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. It is my pleasure. I love um inviting individuals such as yourself on the podcast to have these type of conversations. Again, the podcast is called Peculiar Career Chit Chat. And as you know, being in corporate, being in education and all those things, a lot of these conversations don't come up about, you know, faith and happiness within their career journey and so forth. So that leads us into our first question. Marty, is happiness within your nine to five career journey? important and how do you maintain it within your nine to five career journey please let the people know so i do think that i i know that happiness and joy is important in my career journey because 
we spend literally 9,000 hours at work, which is roughly 10 years or a little bit over 10 years at work. And so I need to be happy, right? If I'm going to spend that much time at work, I have to be happy. Not saying that, that I don't believe in having like rough moments or bad patches or something like that, but happiness in, in its entirety is important. And I, I maintain that by like holding on to my boundaries, right? And, and cutting, cutting the phones off after um i'm off like uh, i think there's been been a culture around for me particularly perfectionism um and being a perfect uh, being a perfect professional um and i i'm trying to denounce that in my own my own work my life right now so um that's that's why i have to set those particular boundaries because i do believe work is work and home is home but i need to be happy in both settings when I'm at home, I need to be happy. And when I'm at work, I need to be happy. <laughs> I, listen, I hear you on this. But you touched on some some wonderful things. You <laughs> talked about boundaries. Right. Like, I think I did an episode that talked to, it said boundaries. How many of us have them? And a lot of people don't. So I'm so happy you talked about how you incorporate boundaries. Obviously, everybody's boundaries are different and they have to be set by that individual. Meaning, don't let your job set your boundaries. You set your boundaries in your career journey. So yes. And then another point you touched on, on how you maintain happiness within your nine to five career journey is that you have to release that perfectionism spirit, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that is so important. Everyone pretty much I talk to think they have to be top notch, which is good, but top notch doesn't mean being perfect. None are perfect. You know, the word even says that none is perfect. Look, (laughs) so it's okay. The only perfect um, being I know was Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's all I know. so, (laughs) So don't hold you yourself to a, perfectionism standard that will do nothing but drive you all crazy okay so thank you marty for sharing shedding light on that okay (laughs) no problem i think it's so 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 important to release ourselves of those particular strongholds because it can literally drive you crazy and i know firsthand like it can put you like in this day at work so you have to make sure you set those boundaries for yourself Absolutely, absolutely. So, Marty, this next question is like one of my favorites. The okay. next one is really my favorite, but this is one of my favorite. <laughs> it's how has your faith played a role in overcoming your career challenges or obstacles? And do the facts of your situation tend to like overwhelm you? If so, how do you handle that? Ooh, okay. So, how much faith? How has faith played a factor? You know, I like before, um, work can be difficult, right? There are moments at work that can be difficult. There are moments at work that can try to, um, I guess, like take you out of character. And then sometimes you have to be like, you know, ooh, you got to reel it back in, right? You have to say, okay, I'm at work, but I'm also a person of faith. And in those moments, I try to be a little bit strategic in, in those moments to not say anything when I'm upset or when I feel some type of way or the the feelings aren't nice. And I said, Lord have mercy and my, to myself. That's one of my go-tos. It's a quick, cute prayer. It is like, Lord have mercy. Cause I'm about to, 
I'm about to say something I don't want to say, and <laughs> Lord have mercy. And I, I'm being honest. Like those are those are the the little prayers that I have to say to myself because there are moments where I'm just like, she really tried me, or he really tried me, and I have to really back. Um, and so when when work does become overwhelming, or there are situations that are overwhelming, I have to say, Lord. Take control because I'm 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 not like I said before I know I'm not perfect I strive to be sometimes and maybe there's a flaw but um still knowing that he holds he holds like direction and he holds like he gives me peace in those moments so when I say Lord have mercy it's almost like I'm being grounded right then and there Lord have mercy and if I get to the point where Lord have mercy ain't working I got the wall. I got to walk out and see you. <laughs> I got to walk out. I'm already praying for you. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so, and even even when it becomes like when work is like overwhelming to the fact of maybe my workload is a little bit heavy. Um, and asking God for guidance in those particular moments is important. But God, help me to decipher what is most important. I know that is like a, a, a skill we should, we have to develop as professionals, but also, um, when we are overwhelmed by our work, by our workload, it's like Lord, oh, Lord, please just be with me. I know I got to get this stuff done. And so, yes, man, like Jesus, be a fence yes. all around workload. Look, yes. <laughs> and you know, and if you don't, and I, I'm, and I'm saying this because it's real to me now. Um, and if I can share, if you don't mind, so yes, you can share. This is your moment. The spotlight is on you. So feel free to share as much as you want. Okay. So, and as it relates to workload, I know we had scheduled um, a few weeks ago, this call. Um, and that Monday I had a panic attack at work, so I could not record. And I think a lot of it, and I know a lot of it was due to work stress, life stress, business stress, all those type of stresses. And I think God is very strategic in how he places us and what he allows us to experience and what he shows us through those moments when we're just like terrified. And in that particular moment, I got to the point to where I had to sit still and listen. And, you know, we can always be on go and being doing everything perfect. Yeah. Striving to do those things that are perfect. And God said, you ain't talked to me. You ain't said good morning. You ain't said how you doing. You ain't asking me about nothing that's in my will for you. And you just moving without me. And I think God, like I said, he's very strategic in how he slows us down. It's, and it was scary. It was definitely scary. But I think I thank him for that moment, right? It, it opens so many doors for me as it relates to my faith, but also as it relates to work. I can't let people stress me out to the point where it affects my health. I can't forget God, of course, because things are going well. Business is booming. Work is doing good. And I forgot God. But when if it was all in smoke, right, if it was all in chaos and I wasn't getting clients or I wasn't transforming the lives of students, I'll be right at the at the I'll be at the feet of God, right? Lord, do it, do it. Please work it out. Hey, you know, having those particular moments. And so I think that that moment was pivotal. And and at the beginning of the year, well, before the beginning of the year, and towards the last year, the, the Lord gave me my word for the year. And I it was more of a phrase than a word, and it was stay hungry. 
And I guess I was focused so much on staying hungry that I forgot to, that he wants to be at the head of my table. You know? He wants to feed you. Yes. He wants to feed you. Look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I guess uh, a large part of that is just, you know, making sure that God is still the center of attention when things are good and when things are bad. And making sure that he's at the forefront of everything I do. Because his will is still ultimately going to be done, no matter how busy I am. And he's going to slow you down. So, um, hey, Listen, I ain't got nothing to say but amen to that. That is so true. So true. Thank you for expressing that because I know that took a lot of courage and strength. But I know that testimony is definitely going to bless somebody that hears it. They're going to be like, man, I just went through that. But I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And that is amazing. So, you guys, um, there's this scripture. And forgive me because huh, I'm, I'm, I know my word, but uh, I'm not like a Bible scholar. <laughs> so, that says, be still and know that I am God. And like Marty was saying, God is so strategic, is so intentional on how he wants to capture our attention. He wants to will us back in. Like like he was saying, everything was going fine in his career and things like that. But it was certain stressors that just, you know, made him react the way he did. And got in that right there, my friends, like if you ain't got your spiritual eyes on this one, huh, Put them spiritual lenses on tonight, today, okay? Do that and understand that that is a way, a strategy of how God will give our attention to let us know that, hey, you need to put me in the forefront of your career in, in everything that you do, right? Put right. me in the forefront. And when you put me in the forefront, that's when the peace that you uh, want to experience will trickle down, will trickle down. That's when the downloads that you are been praying for, like, Lord, give me direction, give me clarity. That's when, that when you will get that clarity, that peace, that transformation you are looking for within your career journey. So yes, listen, um, y'all done heard me talk about this time and time again, the priorities, your priorities when it comes to your career journey should be God first, then your family, and then your career journey or your business you may have, okay? In that order. There's no debate. It could be some debate, but there's no debate. Right. Generally no debate. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> All right, Marty. Okay, so listen, this is one of my favorite questions because, as you know, a lot of times you don't, they say, yo, don't talk about God in the workplace. Don't do this. Don't say that. Or there are certain things that are just like off limits, right? But we're going to talk about that on this podcast because mm -hmm. that's what we do. Okay. <laughs> so why do you think going to God about career-related issues can be the last resort for some people? Ooh, okay. I read this question when you sent it to me. And it just became real to me when you said it, though. So, and, and I think this is a lot for a lot of people. The other day I put up, put up a status saying, and the prayer was, God, help me to release control. You know, God, help That's me good. to, help me to release control. I think for, for, for myself and for a lot of people, it's hard not to be in control. When I was having that particular panic attack, 
I was more stressed out because I could not reel my own self back in. Mm. And, and in that moment, I remember like, Lord, I came, I, I was shaking. I, it was all these things. I can't control it. And that's what trickles down to a lot of people. He's the, Sometimes God can, is the last resort for some people because they want the control. And I can be a witness to that, right? I can say that for myself. I think if God, if I give God, and my prayer has recently been, God, take it. I don't want my business just just to be mine. I don't want my work to just be mine. I don't want my life to just be mine. I don't want nothing that's not not for me or that I have to just be mine. I want it to always consist of you because I know what it's like to want control and can't capture it, right? I know what it's what it's like to want it. Like when I have that when I was having the panic attack, I wanted control, but I could not capture it. Mm. And so, I but I do know a man hmm, that holds You know what I'm saying? And I grew up in the church, right? And they say they had all these, you know, these traditions and all these sayings. Like, Lord, if you don't move this mountain, just give me the strength to climb. All these different things that happen or these things saying, uh, if I had 10,000 tons, I couldn't thank you enough. And those things at the time was something that I thought we were just saying in church. No, listen, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just things that we would say in church until it became real to me, right? And so a lot of the time we have to experience the lack of to understand the importance of. The lack of control. And the importance of why God needs to be at the forefront and why he needs to ultimately be in control of everything that we do. Because when we forget him, he does find a way to reel us back. You know? And so I think control, if I had to give a singular answer, control would be the reason why God is sometimes the last resort. Because we want control. Think about anything that we do. Are we really, when we apply for a job, are we praying and asking God, like, God, if it's for me, let it be. No, we say, most, not saying we, I'm going to talk about me because I can't say what your audience is doing. <laughs> what, what the audience is doing. Yeah, somebody going to relate to you. They're going to be like, oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm going to make it personal. When I applied to this job that I'm currently in, I said, Lord, I, I don't even know if I, I don't even think I prayed. You know, I don't even think I asked God for clarity. I don't think I asked God if it's for me, let it be for me. And it looked good. And I'm not saying I hate my job. I love what I do. I love what I do. Um, But some of those things that I probably would have, if I would have asked God for, he would have prepared me for what was to come. You see what I'm saying? If I would have asked God and said, Lord, if it's for me, prepare me for it. You know, if I would if I would strategically mm-hmm. included God in all of it, maybe He would have put me in situations a little bit different. But now having this conversation, control, I wanted that control, and I'm I, I am a control fiend. I always want to know what's going on around me. I always want to know how something moving. It's hard for me to delegate because I want to know it's going to be done right. So perfectionism and control. 
I pray that God releases the from a lot of people. Yes. Oh goodness. And I think that yes. I think that, you know, I think that when it comes to our mental health, our mental state, if we truly, truly let go of control and really let God do it. I think a lot of stuff will be alleviated. Like even when I was getting on the car, I was like, I could feel my still my anxiety rising. And I said, Lord, you take care. Right? Um, so control, definitely control. Lord, remove control from, from mm. me. I want you to take the wheel, Jesus. Take the wheel, Lord. The wheel, Lord. Yes. Hashtag take the wheel, Jesus, y'all. Because that is what really needs to happen as we are accelerated in our career journeys. I don't care if it's a phone interview, an in-person interview, a submission of the resume, a whole entire job search. Listen, I can go on. I don't care what point you are within your career journey, mm-hmm. uh, entry level, senior level, exec level. I don't care. Listen, God need to be in the midst of all of that because a lot of things can be released. Like right. a lot of things that you're experience, experiencing that you're like, I don't even know why I'm going through this. I don't even know why they're doing this to me and blah, blah, blah. Shut it down now. Shut it down <laughs> and say, listen, all of this needs to bow down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just shut it down. Look, Amen. as peculiar people, as, as God's children, sons and daughters, these are the things that we have to do. The peculiar activity that we have to do. Okay, this is the thing. So, Marty, oh my goodness, you said a whole lot. I took so many notes. <laughs> and what really, um, really resonated with me was your whole story, of course, mm-hmm. but surrendering, Absolutely. surrendering your life to God, first off, and surrendering your career journey. Because a lot of people, you know, this will we'll encounter them and they'll be like, talking us through what's going on in their career journeys and things like that. And one of the first questions I'm asking them is, have you talked to God about this? Because I understand that I, my, I understand my assignment (laughs) and how I'm supposed to coach you, Mm -hmm. but I want to know, do you understand who you need to also amplify these issues to? Right. So first and foremost, you will surrender your career to God early and often, there has been multiple times I've had to surrender my career to God, surrender it because you know you're like, oh, it's going all good, but it's like, well, wait, whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me go back to the Father right now because some things are happening, and I'm just like, this ain't it, Lord, this ain't right. it. But um, yes, and you said something else. Oh my goodness, let me let me get into my notes. <laughs> The control piece, the control piece. So many of us want to have that control. And it's like if we relinquish control, and actually that phrase had been looming in my spirit for like the past, I want to say almost two months. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know exactly what it was, but maybe it was for this moment right here. Relinquish control, relinquish control. And all that means is you surrender it all to God early and often. That's it. Relinquish control. And the reason why we don't want to relinquish control, like Marty was saying, is that we want to know it all. We want to know it all. But listen, it ain't for us to know it all. Because if we did know it all, what what would be the point of us having faith? You better say that. 
What would be the point of us having faith? The word says walk by faith, not by sight. Walk by faith and not by sight. But oh, wow, we have control. We want to do what? We want to reverse that. Walk by sight and not right. by faith. You better say, word, don't say that. <laughs> it don't say walk by sight, not by faith. It says walk by faith, not by sight. So I want you guys to add that to your declarations and say, I will walk by faith and not by sight. And I will what trust the process, even though it looked ugly. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna trust that process <laughs> because I know who knows best. God knows best. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And he also said too, you know, the eyes have not seen and ears not have not heard, and neither has it entered into the heart of man. So you know, I think that now I might not be a theologian, right? But Listen, because, but you know the word. <laughs> but I know, I do know that, and I think certain situations remind us of the word that is still kept and kept in our hearts, right? You know, those scriptures come come to remembrance when they're you know when they're needed, you know. And I, I'm not saying we're supposed to dwell on the word day and night, right? But knowing that, you know, in my secret place, mm -hmm. I know there's a prayer somewhere. Even if it's just a Lord have mercy or help mm -hmm. me, Jesus. <laughs> it's somewhere, right? And there's a scripture to go along with it. Yes. Yes. And I, oh my goodness, I love how you say there's a scripture to go along with it. Because I was just having a conversation with someone and I was saying, have you applied scripture to this? Have you put <laughs> some scripture on it? Because clearly... That that some of them, I mean, it's sometimes we may say certain things, and I'm like, but that is not that's not what the word says. Mm -hmm. Let me what the word says. So when you say what the word says, the scripture and all of that, listen, there's just something powerful about that. There's something powerful about that because you know God is all over that. No God is all over that. Yes. Okay. So, oh my goodness, I have been enjoying this conversation, Marty, so so much. So, and I'm sad to see it come to an end, honestly. <laughs> but what advice do you want to give people who need career inspiration in this season? As you know, we are still in the midst of COVID. Yes, things have gotten better, but a lot of people are still in search of a lot of things when it comes to their career. So what are some words of inspiration that you would like to leave? So I had, I had came up with this whole ending. Um, but I'm being navigated to saying choose you. In this season, mm -hmm. choose you. And and you know, I think there are a lot of things yeah, that thank you all the spirit for using him in this moment. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, I think there's a lot of things that influence how we navigate the workspace and how we navigate our career journey. Um now do keep God at the forefront, but don't go to work stressing out. You don't have to. You don't have to. Get it to God. Choose you. Um, you don't have to you don't have to settle for anything. Choose you. You don't have to do or be anything other than yourself. And in this season you have to choose you. Because choosing you is going to open so many doors in this way for you. I do believe that um uh, and I, I hate to get like all of this, but like <laughs> I do believe in, in, in God doing shifts. 
And I do believe that um, that things are being shaken up for his people. And mm. we have to get ourselves in alignment for the for the for that shaking. And mm. we don't if we don't find ourselves in alignment, we gonna miss Ooh. it. So mm. choose you, but also keep yourself in alignment with his will. Because in this season, God is going to shake up some stuff just for you. So choose you and continue to do that. And don't give up on your journey. I know it's coming for you. And as as bad as you believe in it, I'm believing it for you. <laughs> My God, that is so good. Oh, that confirms some things for me too. <laughs> shifting, shifting the atmosphere or shifting the situation just for you, just for you. And I love how you said that, Marty, because I mean, you said choose you. And I, and right as soon as you said choose you, I was like, oh, choose you because God chooses you, right? God mm-hmm. always chooses us. We are his sons, we are his daughters, and he don't play when it comes to us, point blank, period. He do not play. And when God shakes things up for us, guess what? You know that rule that, you know, oh, you weren't qualified for this. Oh, you didn't do this or such and such. You know that, that part? Mm -hmm. What people may say? Guess what? I want to let you guys know that you are an exception to the rule. You are an exception to the rules. So I want you to also add that to your declaration. Let me shout. I am an exception to the rule. And I want you to say that boldly and proudly because and believe that because that's what you are. Again, you are a peculiar people and God don't play with his children. Point blank period. <laughs> period. That's good. That's good, Crystal. That's really good. Yeah. So you guys, I really pray that this message does not fall on deaf ears. I know that Marty and I have given you tons of gems to, <laughs> to like snag out the air. Like, look, 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 let me grab them and run with it. So I want you to press rewind and listen all the way through again. <laughs> and share this out with someone who really needs this in their season. Someone who is really like going through it within their career. Somebody who may have lost their job. Somebody who may be in a bad spot within their career journey. Someone that may be able to relate to Marty's story share it share it and share it okay because this message needs to be amplified across the board in corporate and everything right everything i cannot even stress that enough so thank you so much marty for joining me on this peculiar career chit chat podcast specifically the faith over facts career spotlight listen the spotlight was on you and you got all of it <laughs> all of it thank, so, you, for again, having me. thank you for having yeah, me of course i'm proud of the things that you're doing and the things that you're going to do and i just pray that the lord blesses you as you continue your career journey all right you guys catch us back up here next time on the peculiar career chit chat podcast see y'all Thank you for joining me in the Peculiar Palace for another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I pray this episode empowered and inspired you to go forth and conquer your career journey. So I'll catch you here next time.